0: Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, Innovations in Member Engagement in Rural Areas. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on November 27, 2018. In this podcast, Harry Compton, the Regional Rural Health Coordinator with the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services, Seattle Regional Office, discusses resources for improving member engagement in rural areas.
1: Believe it or not, the federal government has over a dozen definitions of rural. Some of them are very technical and used only for a specific situation, like for a certain grant or for protected lands. But for our purposes today, we're gonna use the Census Bureau's definition there at that first bullet. Rural America is sometimes isolated by mountains, desert, forest, or farmland. Other times, it's within a 40-minute drive of a metropolitan area. Well, it, excuse me. many of these areas fall within the uh, census definition of rural. Their community character and needs are different. That being said, there are many common characteristics among people in rural areas. They tend to be older, sicker, and have lower incomes than their urban counterparts. And many of them are enrolled in both Medicare and Medicaid. Next slide, please. So, on this chart, you can see that over one-third of rural adults across the country have incomes below $25,000 a year. And note the income disparities by race and ethnicity, with over half of Black, Hispanic, and American Indian, Alaska Native rural adults with incomes under $25,000 a year. Next slide. So, when you add that um, with the number of adults in rural areas who report poor health, you can see that, again, black, Hispanic, and American Indian Alaska Native rural adults uh, report uh, poor health status compared to just 19% of white rural adults. Next slide. Um, This chart shows us that there are a higher percentage. um, Next slide. Okay, sorry. Oh, Oh, sorry. (laughs) Go back when I missed it. I apologize. Thank you. Um, So here, uh, this chart shows us that there are higher percentage of duals in rural areas, with the three light blue bars on the right representing towns um, of 10 to 50,000, and um, remote or frontier areas are a further breakout of that all rural bar. So micropolitan, small adjacent, and remote indicates lower population areas that are just a greater distance from urban centers as you move out. Thank you. Next slide. This chart represents uh, all duals across the country. You can see by the large yellow slice that dual eligible beneficiaries are more likely than non-duals to self-report a poor health status. Next slide and here um, you can see among duals across the country they're more likely to have limitations in activities of daily living with 56 percent of dual eligible beneficiaries having at least one limitation compared to only 26 percent of non-duals so that's some key data on how many people in rural areas are older sicker and poorer and we've seen that dual eligible Eligible beneficiaries also tend to be sicker and have limitations in daily activities. So how can we talk to them about being active in their own health and healthcare? Uh, We do that by building trust. Next slide. An important part of any interaction is meeting people where they are. And I mean that in a social sense where you spend time gaining an understanding of a person's circumstances and priorities. But I also mean physically engaging them where they are. Face-to-face communication is very important to people in rural areas. We know that many people in rural areas have very strong ties to their communities and tend to have less trust of people, organizations, and institutions outside their own communities. In Alaska, for example, they actually use the term outside when describing an organization that is not in Alaska. Often, instead of saying that something's from the lower 48, they'll say it's from outside. Um, the first time I ever saw a headline in an Alaskan newspaper that said something like accounting irregular, irregularities at the Parks Commission will use a firm from outside, I was very surprised. Um, it's a term that underscores the sense of community that all Alaskans have. Where I grew up in Montana, we used to call everyone who wasn't from Montana tourists. Um, even a doctor who may have grown up in neighboring Idaho and then went to medical school in Seattle, once she came back to our town here in Montana, she was a tourist. We didn't expect her to set down roots or stay like the rest of us. But if she bought a house, maybe went to a PTA meeting, and then over coffee in the living room told us how she voted on the school levy, she became one of us. And in future, we'd have coffee in the kitchen like all friends do. Uh, That was a long time ago, and with the internet and cell phones, communication is so immediate that there's fewer strangers but it's still important to understand the sense of community and where possible have face-to-face conversations with people in rural areas. Demonstrating commitment to a rural community can build trust. It doesn't have to be buying a house in town, it can just be uh, being regularly available to the member and their family. We saw earlier how people in rural areas tend to be poorer. So understanding cost and coverage is key, especially for people who are very low income. Dual eligibles may not seek care because they don't think they can afford it. At the same time, others with dual coverage think that everything will be paid for and not understand there may be co-payments for certain services or frequency limits, step therapy or other formulary restrictions for medications. So it's very important to uh, communicate coverage and benefits clearly to members and to their families to gain trust. And that knowledge will give them the confidence to seek care. It's also important to engage their healthcare providers. Help providers understand coverage for their dual eligible patients. Healthcare providers are trusted information sources and can help patients understand coverage and benefits that help them improve their health. Benefits like diabetes prevention programs, for example. Uh, Letting patients know that enrolling in a diabetes prevention program that costs the patient nothing, but provides information, support, and encouragement so they eat better, get regular exercise, and can ward off a devastating disease. If they hear about the full coverage and benefits from their insurer and their clinician, they may be more inclined to take action. In my work with rural cl- clinicians and healthcare facilities uh, in the Pacific Northwest, I found it valuable to partner with senior organizations in these communities as well. Uh, key partners in small communities for people with Medicare and Medicaid are county aging programs, senior centers, and libraries. Talking to the directors about a new program, a new health benefit, can be very helpful. And they might help you better understand their communities. Next slide. The healthcare environment is changing rapidly. Uh, Medicare is incentivizing integrated care, making single bundled payment for an entire episode of care, and funding accountable care organizations that require a high level of interaction and coordination between healthcare providers. Some health plans initiated these kind of payment structures before Medicare did, um, while others are implementing them now. Helping patients understand what this means for them ensures they stay engaged in their own care and is a key element of successful system transformation. Each year, several people in our office take a week and we go on what we call a rural road trip. We travel through a rural area of our region, stopping at small towns along the way and meeting healthcare providers and Medicare beneficiaries. We share a little information, explain what's new in Medicare, but mostly we're there just to answer their questions and listen with the intention of solving problems and clearing the air. We hope we can teach them how to resolve any problems they're having on their own and kind of teach them to fish. Um, We make a conscious effort to ensure our team, our travel team, reflects the diversity and the voices of the people we're making these connections with. Honoring their voices helps engage them in their own care, and by engaging them in their care, you can address the outcomes that matter to them. We're all busy, but we know this kind of in-person engagement is important to the people we serve, implemented effectively and sustained over time. Member engagement is key to transforming the delivery system in ways that work for everyone. Next slide. So I talked a lot about gaining trust. However, people in rural areas uh, also face other unique barriers too, the distances they travel, reliable transportation options, and the lack of providers. It's important when talking to members of your plans or the potential members, that you are clear what doctors and hospitals are covered by the plan and what costs, if any, will be incurred if they see somebody outside the network. If telehealth benefits are available, Help patients understand what that is and that it might help them meet a specialist that's not available in their town. Telehealth offers a lot of promise to improve access to care in rural areas, and CMS recently made it easier for health plans to provide telehealth services. But recent studies have shown that rural patients in particular, for some reason, are less likely to embrace these services. Um, Encourage them. Encouraging them might help them find a provider that can um, help them. With provider shortages, especially in behavioral health and substance abuse treatment, telehealth offers access to professionals trained in the specialized care needed. Next slide. So the effort to transform the healthcare system to reduce costs and improve patient outcomes is gaining speed, it's not slowing down. Engaging every member in their care is an important part of this effort, and ensuring no one is left behind, no matter their circumstances, is something all of us can help with. If you'd like to stay abreast of CMS's work with rural providers and patients, we have a rural health page at the address you see here. And you'll find information and announcements along with links to our resources, like coverage to care material, excuse me, materials, which help people understand the language of health insurance and how to engage in their own care you're welcome to download and print them or order them from us to hand out to people you talk with.
0: Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Lewin Group and is supported through the Medicare and Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to helping beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality healthcare that includes a full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated and coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations and care models. To learn more about the current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care.